Hello, I'm Hilary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Welcome to Cybersecurity CMO, a Cybercrime Magazine podcast series where we discuss with some of the top chief marketing officers in cyber, how they got to where they are, how they help differentiate the companies they work for, how they help those organizations grow, and more. I'm here today with Heather Rim, Chief Marketing Officer at Optiv. Welcome, Heather. Thanks so much for coming on to Cybersecurity CMO. Hillary, thanks so much for having me. Excited to be here. Yeah, our pleasure. And Heather, to start off, in your career, you've worked within many different industries, including healthcare, banking, and entertainment. Can you tell us what interested you first in marketing and then more about your career progression? Sure. I I love the question because I would say that my interest in marketing actually started as a kid and really dates back to being a Girl Scout. So I have to give my mom a big shout out here, really thinking back to the thrill of selling, you know, those infamous Girl Scout cookies. I just loved everything about it. The pitch, the booth that we'd set up, the upselling from just a few boxes to an entire case of cookies, you know, closing that cookie deal. It was a ton of fun. So when it came to choosing my career direction, even, you know, in junior high school, I knew I wanted to be in sales and marketing because I figured that no matter where my career took me, that if I could sell, I could do anything. So that's really the inspiration behind it all, the power of Girl Scouting. I would say my career has been really interesting. I've worked in a variety of industries, but there's definitely been a through line across it all. So my first professional role was in marketing for KPMG right out of college. There, I learned so many fantastic marketing fundamentals, most importantly, how to write, how to create proposals and compelling collateral how to work golf tournaments. And what was interesting is at KPMG, at the time it was going through a major global rebrand. They were going by KPMG Pete Marwick and were truncating that to KPMG. And there was so much that went into that. So for me, I was really like a kid in a candy store during that whole experience and just had a ton of exposure to all sorts of facets of marketing early on. And from there, I joined Countrywide, which is now Bank of America, where I worked in regional marketing initially, and then had the opportunity to raise my hand and join this cutting-edge new group called the eBusiness Division, which was very progressive and contemporary and edgy at the time. And that's where I fell in love with all things technology. And that, as, as I mentioned earlier, has really been a through line in my career. And I was able to carry that to a dot-com during the dot-com boom and subsequent bust, and then to healthcare at the company that is now Elevance Health, where I oversaw our communication technology platforms as part of my communications leadership role there. And then I went on to work for Disney, where as a communications executive in the TV business there, I was really able to leverage the power of technology to bring employees together all over the world, which was just an incredible experience. And then from there, I went on to Avery Dennison, where I was the global head of communications and had a Marcom team as well. And that was interesting. That was an area or a company that was really passionate about diversity, equity, and inclusion, sustainability, CSR, 
many of the things that are now ESG and really learned a ton there and then went on to AECOM, which is the most recent role prior to Optiv, where I really brought it all together and I served as the company's chief marketing and communications officer there. Which brings me to today, which is the role I have here at Optiv as the chief marketing officer leading a really incredible team of marketing pros across the globe. Awesome. That was such a fun journey. Thanks for taking <laughs> us through. And so you mentioned that that through line, and I guess you kind of covered it a little bit, but to dive a little deeper, how did that through line take you into cybersecurity? And I guess what interested you about the industry as well? I believe that this love for technology certainly brought me here, but more importantly, it's this desire to innovate, this hunger to learn new things, to move fast, to affect change, you know, really to be in a position to solve really big, complex challenges and be part of something bigger. And for us, we have the opportunity to partner with clients on all the things that I just mentioned earlier, resiliency, sustainability, and governance strategies, as we've seen cyber really elevated to the highest level of organizations. So Optiv definitely was a compelling opportunity for me to do all of those things and, and so much more. And there's another piece to it too that I really discovered more once I entered Optiv and this space, but it became so obvious. It's a personal side, which comes from the fact that I grew up as the daughter of a police chief. And he was also a 30-year U.S. Army veteran. And so there's something about that community that's so incredible where people really have this mission-driven life that they lead where they're really called to protect and serve others. And it's that servant leadership that felt so familiar to me at Octave. Really, everyone there feels like they're they're just called to something bigger. And yes, the work is important, but the purpose is huge at Optive. And really in this space, I hear that from a lot of my peers. And it definitely, it starts at the highest level of our organization with our board, with our CEO, Kevin Lynch, with you know the leadership team, all the way you know to every employee that's part of Optive Nation. So we also at Optive, we're fortunate to have so many veterans who are building their careers with Optive. So it's definitely feels very familiar and very much like home to me and reminds me so much of my upbringing. So it all came together so beautifully. I'm very, very lucky. Yeah, that's excellent. That's super fortunate. And I love hearing that. Well, my next question for you is somewhat loaded. And it's certainly one that could go so many different ways. And I feel like you've definitely already touched upon it. But for you, why is marketing so important? Mm, well, I just happen to think we have the coolest jobs on the planet. So there's that. <laughs> but it's not it's not only because what we do is fun, but it's really because what we do matters. We are part of the revenue team, which is awesome. And our priority number one is to help grow the business. We're also really the chief storytellers and the guardians of our brand and reputation. And in that role, we get to make people aware of our products and solutions. We engage clients and ultimately bring folks along the buying journey to a decision. So it's a very integral role that we get to play in the organization directly linked to the, the growth of the company. I also, my team will, will say, I always ask the question, what do we want to be famous for? And that question is really where marketing comes in. We get to make sure that the world 
knows the answer to that. So that is a really critical position that we have. And then lastly, and really almost most importantly, it's this role that we play as mobilizers and conveners on the internal front. So we get to bring together all of the excitement and passion within an organization for greater impact. Because at Adoptive, and really in this space, I see it a lot, your employees really are the single most powerful ambassadors of your brand, because this is a a trust-based business. And your people are really everything. They are your brand. So we really focus in quite a bit on our people as part of our marketing efforts and activities. They really bring our story to life in a major way. And I feel like that's partly an answer to my next question. You're doing so well. <laughs> I guess you know, among many other things, you drive forward the strategy, the planning, the reporting for the teams and everything you you just covered it, as well as projecting that market growth. And of course, at the end of day, helping to tell that compelling story. So in addition to the people and, and other things, you know, what what's your recipe for success? And then additionally, what skills are essential for your position? Great question. You know, I'm continuously learning. So I think, you know, recognizing that we're in a space that's constantly changing and really being agile and nimble is super important and just being a learner and recognizing that you don't have all the answers and you can learn from people, you know, above and below you in the organization, I think is critical. And also really speaking as marketers, you know, speaking the language of the business, that's super important. Being able to Think of yourself as a business person first and a marketer second. So that's really ultimately what wins a seat at the table. And as part of that, being able to embrace data. And yes, the creative side is super important. And I talked a lot about the power of writing and compelling messaging, but data driven decision-making is essential. And especially if you're looking for a continued investment, you need to be able to prove the ROI of your investments. And I would also say you have to love what you do because, you know, there's no shortage of demand for your time or work to be done. So if you don't love this, this is not a job where you can kind of have one toe in. It's an all-in type role. At least that's how my team operates, but I find that to be true with most marketers. And so prioritizing, prioritizing, prioritizing is is super important. And then the the last piece that I want to mention is building a strong team. And I kind of talked about that in terms of learning. I really believe in surrounding yourself with people who are way smarter than you and, you know, bringing people together for collective impact and not worrying about taking the credit, but just realizing that we all win together and you need a strong team to really make it happen. So I'm so blessed that we have a team of world-class marketers and communicators at Optive who love what they do and are kind of all hands on deck, which is awesome. Yeah, that's fantastic. And so speaking of teams, I know it's a little different for each CMO, but what teams at Optive report directly into you? I have six teams that report into marketing. Quickly click through them. The first is our growth marketing team, and that group covers demand generation. They oversee our website and digital marketing activities, our account-based marketing and lead development, and then also our partner marketing organization. I also have a newly formed product marketing team that also works very closely with sales enablement. 
And then we have a group that we call Marketing Programs and Community Impact. And in that, we have regional and field marketing. We have our client advisory board. We have our executive briefing centers. That's the team that produces our big corporate events like our Optive cons and our sales kickoffs and our mid-year rallies. And then also within that group, we have our philanthropic work, which is under the banner of a group we call Optive Chips In, which is an employee volunteer base. And we've made some big investments in that space over the last couple of years. And then I also have a a marketing operations intelligence and strategy team, which is really the central nervous system of our group. We have as well corporate communications, which includes internal and external comms, analyst relations, social media, and really the voice of our brand. And then last but certainly not least, we have an incredible uh, world-class creative team that brings the visual brand to life. And that's the crew that we have. And they're incredibly talented and really collaborate across the board. So even though you might sit in one lane, there's lots of opportunities for folks to learn new skills and, and grow across the organization. That's great. And so diving a little deeper into the strategy and the, and the planning, how do you think the cyber criminal activity we're all witnessing is impacting marketing trends and strategies? Mm. It's definitely elevated the game for sure. We all know cybersecurity is a topic now that's in every boardroom or should be and really impacts every part of an organization. I would also say even more broadly that the world's eyes are on cyber. Cyber security failure, just as one example that we probably all like to quote, it's one of the top five threats to humanity. So I don't think it gets much more meaningful and significant than that. And that's the World Economic Forum saying that. We also know as a result of all of this, that clients need us more than ever. And because cyber is no longer solely an IT issue, it certainly is an IT issue. But it really spans the whole of an organization and the ecosystem that it operates in. So as part of that, as marketers, I think we've had to really work hard to make this space more relatable than ever and really tie it directly to business outcomes. And I think it's just changed, I would say really the biggest shift is in how we talk about it. Because as I mentioned earlier, when I was talking about the the reasons why I love being part of Optive and and working in this space, really it's because cyber is about resilience and it's about your governance. And increasingly it's about your brand and, and your reputation. So it's been really incredible to just see the way this industry and, and marketers within it have really rallied to raise the conversation so that everyone can see themselves in cyber. And that's, I think, we've, we've got a lot of work to, to do. And there's certainly, you know, a, a need, of course, to really be at a technical level in many areas. At the same time, having a conversation that resonates at the highest level of an organization is critical. And it's the tricky balance and it's something that we're continually working on, but I'm excited about it because I think it also really helps us diversify the talent base that we're bringing in. And previously there probably was a very 
prescriptive career path that would lead one to cyber. And now because of the way that we've broadened it, we're really able to diversify that mix in ways that we've never been able to. It's a good time to be in cyber for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I think that's really well put. I guess going back to you specifically, Heather, you know, what's been one of your biggest challenges in your career so far? And then additionally, I'm not going to say on the flip side of that, I'm going to say additionally, what's an opportunity that you have as CMO? I love a good challenge. So there, there have been a lot of challenges in my career because I'm the type that likes to wade into uncharted waters. But I would say that changing jobs in the middle of a pandemic that was a challenge that i had never experienced before as so many of us you know made all sorts of changes during the last 3 years now it's just so hard to believe but that was interesting you know not having the benefit of what a typical onboarding might look like and hiring and building trust with a team through zoom that was really interesting and i'm actually really pleasantly surprised that it's worked out so well. It's pretty incredible. In fact, I just had a meeting with some of my teammates and we really couldn't remember if we had actually met in person or not, which I think is a great testament to the relationships that we've been able to build over time. I think we all recognize we're never going fully back to that normal in quotes that existed pre-pandemic. But I think now it's about finding that right balance. And when we do get together in person, which I do think is important, we're much more deliberate about maximizing the time. It's also just so much sweeter when we're together because we don't take it for granted anymore. So it's definitely been a challenge that I had never experienced before, but it's offered so much in the way of bringing, again, to the conversation around bringing folks into this field and into cyber that I wouldn't have otherwise had access to. So when we've built our team quite significantly over the past couple of years, we've been able to cast a much wider net and bring folks from all over in because we're now in this virtual environment, which has been absolutely fantastic. That's really the challenge. And then you asked about the opportunity, which there's so much, which is why I love coming into my virtual work office every day. For me, I would say I'm really excited about the workforce that we have at Optive. I mean, the passion for what we do and the purpose is truly palpable. We have uh, 2,500 of the brightest minds in cyber working for Optive, and they care deeply. They're very mission-driven. So for me, the work that we're doing in the brand ambassador space is huge, and our people are super excited. We've just recently built out a program that helps people become spokespeople people if they choose to do so. It helps them engage on social, helps them uh, deliver really compelling presentations. There's so many pieces that an individual could decide to tap into as part of our brand ambassador program. So that's been pretty fantastic. And I always like to say there's no paid media activity on the planet that can compete with the power of a super engaged and proud and passionate group of employees. So that's been pretty exciting and much more to do there. And then I would just add that I'm excited to be a woman in cyber. I think there are far too few of us, but we're making progress. And I even look at Optive where 40% of our senior leadership team is female. And that's 
pretty incredible. And we've still got more work to do across the board, but I think that's an important part of our roles because I like to say that you can't be what you can't see. So I look forward to opportunities like this one where I can share my story more and especially sharing these career stories with our youth and reaching that Girl Scout out there selling cookies that I spoke with at the start of our chat. Yeah, absolutely. I was a Girl Scout too. Um, So much fun. (laughs) So great. And I didn't even think about that when I think about, you know, what led to my career, but I'm sure that played a role for sure, without question. And 40% is great. I think industry-wide, we're at about 20% for female representation in like C-suite leadership roles. So 40 is great, although still not, you know, parity at, at 50, but still very, very well done. It's progress. Yeah, totally. And so... Heather, I guess that's a nice segue into my last question for you, which is very open, but just any thoughts or final advice for our audience, especially those who may be in marketing roles or or looking to get into marketing roles and, you know, wanting to to climb the ranks throughout their career, et cetera? Yeah, well, definitely. I think there are so many opportunities within cybersecurity. And as we talked about earlier, thinking broadly about the impact that we have is something that... I believe will bring, you know, increasingly diverse folks into the mix here who might not have otherwise thought about a career in cyber. Career-wise, I would say that my big piece of advice is to talk about the power of yes with a little asterisk there, which is and. I like to say, and I think we've all been told as we're rising in our careers to raise your hand and say, yes, you know, I could do it and then figure it out. What's important though is sometimes we forget the and. And the and is critical because the and is where you say, and here's what I need to get it done. The and is where you say, and here's what I'll be deprioritizing so this effort can take a front seat. Because I think the worst thing we can do is say yes and then end up finding ourselves completely overwhelmed and spread too thin. I received a great piece of advice as a new mom. Never forget a woman said to me, Heather, you know, everyone will always want more of you, no matter how much you give. So make sure that you know where your boundaries are and, and there's the end, and ask for the support that you need to be able to thrive and and do your best. So I would just encourage folks as, as they're making their way through their career to just remember those three letters and because it's really important to be an advocate for you and your time and your effort and your energy and keeping that top of mind because sometimes we tend to put ourselves last and that and helps us keep our priorities straight, I think. Absolutely. Well, Heather, thank you so much for joining us today and for taking the time out of your busy schedule to come on to Cybersecurity CMO. It was just lovely hearing about your story and your perspective on the the future of cyber and where we're heading together. So thank you so much. Thank you. It was awesome. Really appreciate it. I'm Hillary McClure, Vice President of Multimedia Productions at Cybercrime Magazine. Joining us today was Heather Rim, Chief Marketing Officer at Optiv. You can find Heather on LinkedIn and on Twitter at Heather Rim. And you can listen to other podcast episodes of Cybersecurity CMO, as well as our other podcast series at cybercrime.radio. 